talking CSU with the voice of the Rams, Brian Roth, on the Jim Davis Show. That was poorly timed. I thought you were <laughs> done setting me up, and so no, I. That's okay. I that's okay. I was, it's okay. It's all right. Brian Roth joins us. Hello, Brian. How are you? Doing good. What's going on? Let's see. Before we talk Rams basketball, we're going to see. Well, this is going to be interesting, right? Next year for uh, for Colorado State taking on Coach Prime, Week Three, after they face the uh, the Cornhuskers. Uh, your your thoughts about Jay Norvell and the Rams against Deion Sanders and the CU Buffs? It just it just still has a weird ring to it, doesn't it? <laughs> well, it does, but. My my brother's a big CU diehard fan. A lot of my college buddies, of course, yeah, I went to CU. Diehard uh, fans. I'll say this. I mean, I, I like to hire because <clears throat> that's a fan base that has been so beaten down over the years. And, and I, I mean, this is as excited as, as any of my buddies, my brother, have been <clears throat> in <clears throat> decade, maybe, right? Yeah. I mean, so, uh, you know, of course, you know, I have some unrealistic friends, and looking at social media, there's unrealistic CU fans out there thinking that it's going to return them to a national prominence, and all of a sudden you put them on the same level as USC and Alabama and Ohio State. But, yeah, I mean, look, I mean, CU had to do something. Uh, Coach Prime is it. it. It's riled up the fan base, and it'll be interesting to see how well he does. But, yeah, it's uh, it'll, it'll be an interesting start for CU because, remember, they go to TCU to open up the season. Then they get Nebraska at home, and then Colorado at home, and uh, you know, the the problem with CU, they don't have a lot of rivals. They consider Nebraska a rival, but Nebraska doesn't consider them a rival. And then, of course, CU doesn't like to consider CSU a rival. But, you know, it'll be an interesting uh, interesting first three weeks of the season for Coach Prime. And, uh, hey, the fan base is jacked up, and they, and they should be, because there is some light, at least there appears to be light, at the end of the tunnel. How long do you think it lasts with Deion Sanders coaching at Colorado? Good or bad. <laughs> Everyone I talk to is like, it's going to be either spectacularly good or spectacularly bad. We'll see. Um, you know, that's that's an interesting thing. I mean, listen, if he goes there and just kills it, uh, <clears throat> I can't see him staying there, right? I mean, may, maybe he would, and maybe maybe there's, there's enough NIL money that can start flowing into the program and the support that would start flowing into the, the Colorado program that maybe you could keep him there if he's wildly successful in the first couple of years. But, um, you know, I, I don't know. It, it, it'll, it'll be interesting. I, I think I think that it's just all over the map. I mean, the spectrum goes through, again. I mean, it's it's wildly good or wildly bad. I mean, it's, it'll be really fascinating to watch. Brian Roth, voice of CSU Rams, with us today on the Team Sports Network. One kind of final college football thing to to talk about before we move on to basketball. College football playoff committee uh, announcing their their final four. Do you have a problem with Ohio State being in there? I don't. Of course. Well, yeah. In defense of the Buckeye boy, you're you're fairly realistic mm-hmm. about it. If you didn't think they deserved to be there, you you would. Yeah. You would make a case for that because that that's just kind of how you are about it. I'll. I'll I'll admit to your your fairness about your Buckeyes. Yeah, I never, I still think that if you don't at least make your conference championship game, you shouldn't be in the Final Four. I mean, I'm not going to not watch because they didn't make it. I'm still a fan, but realistically, 
they probably don't deserve to be in over some other teams, but the playoff committee kind of boxed themselves into a corner, putting them fifth. Yeah, I mean, who who else are you going to replace them with? Right? I mean, like who, who who's the other team? Are you going to take a two-loss Alabama team, a two-loss Tennessee team, a three-loss Kansas State team, a three-loss Utah team? And so, you know, you get to that point of, like, well, who – who 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 would replace Ohio State? And look, Ohio State, you know, look, he's been ranked in the top five all season long. Obviously, the loss to Michigan and the meltdown in the second half of that game didn't look too pretty. But you know, at the end of the day, I I, I think Ohio State probably does. I don't know if they deserve to be there, but out of all the remaining teams there, they they look they they only have the one loss against the record playing in the Big Ten. I know the Big Ten wasn't great this season, but. You know, I, I, out of all those other teams, I'd rather see Ohio State in there than a two-loss Alabama team in there. Let me just put it that way. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, they're Buckeye, you're right. I mean, when they put Ohio State fifth. Yeah. Who else Who else are going to be next? They're the most deserving I, of the undeserving. Exactly. You had to, it's a four-team playoff, and they're probably the most deserving of anybody in that group to be in there. And I know you could... You know, Alabama tried, you know, Dick Saban tried to make the case for Alabama to be in there. A couple of you know, close losses to top 25 teams. You know, Clemson, I think the you know, Dabo Sweeney, hey, you know, we, we did win the ACC. You know, it's what about us? But uh, I, I think at the end of the day, Ohio State was really the only direction that uh, they could possibly go. So uh, Brian Roth joining us uh, as he does every Wednesday, the voice of the CSU Rams. And uh, Brian, uh, for your basketball team tomorrow night, it's Colorado go to boulder for that one so a nice uh, relatively short drive for you uh to cover the rams against cu but one of the i think the story that uh is the most important for a rams basketball fan is the res- the return of isaiah stevens in that game against loyola marymount getting him back is huge for this basketball team yeah it, it certainly is and i know we talked to to you last week and and the announcement hadn't been made that that he was coming back i i knew it was you know coming soon and and I thought he'd be back by tonight's game, but it ended up being, or sorry, but tomorrow night's game against Colorado. But you can show up tonight. Up you can show up and you know hang out at uh, you know CU Event Center if you want to. I could. Yeah. I could. Yeah, I lived in Boulder for five years. <laughs> yeah. May as well go back down and spend the night down there. Sure. Um, you know, but it's really great to see Isaiah back, and, and really first and foremost for the for the young man because he is the epitome of student athlete and and exactly what you want from guys that you, that you recruit to bring in to be an athlete at your university. I mean, Isaiah Stevens is exceptional in every single way. He's bright, he's competitive, he's talented, he's smart, he's respectful in the community. I mean, the dude is as good as it gets. And so just happy to see him back for his own sake because, uh, you know, this is his senior year and and you, you know, you he's got some records he's looking at here at CSU, and and to get him back on the court is awesome for his sake. But it certainly helps Colorado State, and it's going to take a, a little bit for Isaiah to, to get back. I know he had twenty on Saturday and a uh, lost to UNC. And I think he had uh, thirteen in the first game, but timing off just a little bit. That's going to come. He's going to get in a little bit better shape uh, so that he can start playing. 34, 35, 36, 37 minutes, because that's what he's going to be playing this year for Colorado State. But his leadership uh, on the floor and the way that he's going to be able to settle this team down when they need to be settled down is, is going to be just invaluable. So 
great to see Isaiah back. And, and, and now this is a Colorado State team still not fully healthy. Uh, they're, they're transferred from Illinois State, a really good shooter in Josiah Strong, six foot four guard, still is out with an illness. So this is a CSU basketball team that hasn't been healthy at all here this year, though, in terms of the full lineup, the full arsenal out there. And so, but getting Stevens back is a major, major boost. You mentioned they want to play Isaiah about, you know, Nico Medved does about 30 minutes a game. Is he right now kind of on a pitch count, build himself back up to that, Brian? How is that working in terms of managing his minutes? Yeah, they they, they played him 18 minutes last Wednesday against Loyola Marymount. Then he ended up playing 28 minutes on Saturday against Northern Colorado. And that's just because she was so bad. UNC was so good. And, you know, really kind of a shocking game on, on Saturday when the Rams, uh, you know, 16-point favorites and you lose at home to, a uh, you know, an in-state school in, in northern Colorado. And, you know, he, the, Isaiah, uh, they only wanted to play him uh, 23, 24 minutes uh, on Saturday. They end up playing 28 because, well, they were trying to come back in that game and they, they needed him. But I would imagine you're going to see him play 30-plus minutes uh, t- tomorrow night at, in, in Boulder. But this as the season goes along. I mean, he is going to be one of the top minutes per game guys in the Mountain West Conference. I mean, I, I think he'll probably end up being, you know, a 35, 36 minute per game type guy this year. Rams six and three right now, handed that game at uh, Boulder tomorrow night against Colorado. And for, for Colorado, they've, they've dropped a couple in a row. They're now four and five. They had that uh, heartbreaking loss to Arizona state at home, 60 to 59, then went to Washington and, and lost by 10. And when you look at, you know, so far the season, K.J. Simpson's been probably Tad Boyle's most consistent uh, scoring threat on this basketball team. He's their leading scorer. Tristan De Silva, I think, is playing better than we, we saw him last year. But it's a it's a Colorado team that I, I just get a sense watching them a little bit, uh, Brian, that still tr- kind of trying to find their identity this season. Yeah, they're a Strange, strange team, Jim, and 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 you're seeing it across really college basketball together. I mean, there's a lot of teams that you know have have really nice wins, and then just have head scratching losses. And again, CSU had a head scratching loss on on Saturday against against Northern Colorado. They obviously a UNC team that lost at home to Colorado Christian out of the uh, RMAC, and then they come into the Fort Collins and just go absolutely berserk shooting the basketball and and they come in and, and win and so there's a lot of teams that have been up and down in, in, in college basketball this year but man the buffaloes they've been schizophrenic here this year and of course they they lose early in the season at grambling what do they do they come back against the top 10 team in tennessee and 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 win in a in a semi-neutral game in nashville by by 12 then then they lose to a average umass team then they come back and play the top 25 team at least at the time in texas a&m win by 28 it's, it's just been a really interesting season i haven't seen them much i watched uh, the entire second half last thursday of their conference opener at home up in boulder against arizona state and they were up 15 and just an absolute meltdown in the second half it was hard to watch and I, you know, i'm not a buff fan i'm not rooting for them not rooting against them but that was an absolute meltdown in the second half. And, and you know, you just wonder, when are they going to find their footing? Then they go and lose by 10 on Saturday at, at Washington. I'll tell you this. I expect Colorado to come out tomorrow night and play one of their best games of the season. They're returning home. They've lost two straight. 
didn't play great at Washington. Obviously, the meltdown against Arizona State. And I, I think Colorado State will probably play well, too, tomorrow night. I think we're going to see a high-level basketball game and what should be a, a great atmosphere there at the Coors Event Center. But I'm willing to bet Colorado comes out and plays as well as they did against Tennessee and Texas A&M coming up tomorrow night. I'd be shocked if they didn't. All right, so we have, we have Mark Johnson on tomorrow. Voice the Buffs. So uh, my, my question is this. Do you do you have a little announcer on announcer smack talk you want to send Mark Johnson's way? <laughs> I think I tried to fight him last year at some point, right? Didn't yeah, I believe I so. I, I, that was, yeah, opened up this opportunity for you. I, I don't know about okay. the fighting part. I don't encourage violence. And, no, and no, Mark no. is a large man, so I, I don't know if that's a good, yeah, you got you know, good call He's on your part. He's got size and reach. Yeah. So, that's right. Uh, but but any uh, any Rams barbs you want to throw uh, Mark Johnson oh, the buffs one? Oh, you don't know. It's funny. Mark Mark and I texted a few times uh, here this year during the football season, just kind of wallowing in in our collective <laughs> misery. So, listen, man he's he he's been beaten down over the last few years with that Buffs football team. I've been beaten down over the last few years with the uh, CSU football team. And and look, as as play by play guys folks that are ingrained with the teams as, as we are and you get to know the players and the coaches i mean yeah it's a great job it really is it's a, it's a fun job and can't believe we get paid to do this but it's so much more fun when you're actually winning games oh, yeah. and it does become a, a little bit of a burden as the year goes on because you even though you're not part of the coaching staff or the players or whatnot you 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 do feel the weight of some of those losses on you so now, Mark and I are in the same boat, and uh, I understand uh, what he's been going through and, and vice versa. So uh, I, I like Mark a lot. He does a great job. Well, you guys both do a fantastic job. 7 o'clock for that game tomorrow night in Boulder, Colorado State against Colorado, the big in-state uh, war between uh, those two programs. Uh, before we let you go, uh, Colorado Mesa faced Colorado School of Mines this last weekend. Adam Thistlewood now plays for the Ordiggers. He was at CSU previously. What happened with Adam Thistlewood? Because at one point it seemed like he had a really promising career, promising future with CSU. Yeah, shoot. I mean, I think Adam in his first three years uh, at Colorado State started maybe 90 games uh, and was a really good shooter. And, a, you know, a guy that, that really, from day one, he was in here day one with Nico Medved in, in, in Nico's first season. And he had originally signed with Drake, where Nico was for one year, and that Medved gets the job at Colorado State, and he and he takes Adam Thistlewood, a Colorado kid, from Drake back to back to Colorado with him, and so he was a day one guy as a true freshman with Nico Medved, and, and really helped start putting the foundation um, to this basketball program. That of course now you're looking at it, and and it's a it's a basketball program that that has won you know 20 games in each of the last three years, and and hopefully wins 20 games this year. So he deserves a lot of credit for where this Colorado State basketball program is. Um, I think it's a combination of, of things. I, I, you know, He was hurt in the offseason leading up to last year with a wrist injury in his right wrist, and Adam's a gym, gym rat and uh, wasn't able to shoot the entire offseason leading into last year. And I think that affected him, and, and it certainly affected his shooting, and saw his shooting numbers go way down. But I also think this, too, Jim. I think he kind of got recruited over and, you know, that's what every coach is trying to do. You're trying to recruit over the guys that you have on your team. And, and I think that's uh, kind of what uh, 
Adam fell into is that you know, CSU just recruited uh, better athletes and better players that all of a sudden started taking away some of Adam's minutes. But he's one of my all-time favorite CSU players here, and his family is awesome. Originally from Golden, he's a super smart kid, and for him to be back in Golden playing for Mines to close out his career I think is really, really cool. Yeah, he had 17 against the Mavericks. They're uh, like top 15 in the nation, maybe top, I think top 10 in the nation right now for uh, the, the Ordeggers, so goes to a really good program uh, in the RMAC. Hey, I appreciate it, Brian. Thank you so much, and, and good luck with the call tomorrow night when the Rams take on the Buffaloes. Always appreciate it, my friend. Yeah, absolutely, and I'd also say this. How about that Colorado Mines football program, too, right? I mean, that's pretty sweet, too, so go RMAC. I like it. Yeah, I appreciate I like, you. Hey, likewise, take care, Brian. Brian Roth, okay. with the CSU Rams with us this morning. Yeah, the